Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how have you been? I hope you've been good. I hope you've been fine. Well, for me, I've been terribly stressed. Terribly stressed. I had a long journey last week. Was was pretty eventful. Um, had quite a lot of things that we did as a family, which was pretty good. Then I had administration. I got back in to Abuja yesterday. I was extremely exhausted. I really wanted to do the episode um, at the stipulated time. And when I got back yesterday, I was just fagged out. After eating, I just slept off. So my apologies for making this late. Um, it's like around 2.30. And I was like, I just woke up. I, I needed to tidy up some things. So I decided to do the Dear Tyler episode now. And... Um, start working on some other stuff right so i'm sure by the time you wake up you would see the episode so thank you for your patience with me and i know that this particular episode was extremely anticipated right so in this episode i'm sharing why i'm still single and it's not a fluke i know part of the people in the community were like um because i think a lot of the the titles that i've shared are somehow just you know, extremely creative. Um, you know, they are... You know, they... I'm trying to find that word. Where, you know, they're just kind of like cunning um, titles. So, most times it's like... When I come up with the titles, it's absolutely different. I know, like, I think one of the titles that really got to people... Okay, there are two titles... I remember my first case, and then I'm getting married next year. I think it really, really took people off guard, you know. Um, it was a very good decoy. But this is not a decoy, right? Um, I'm actually single, probably not for long. Um, definitely not for long, but yeah, I'm single. And, you know, over time, I'd, I'd wanted to... Um, over time, rather, I'd... You know, thought about it as to why I'm actually still single. I think I thought about it a few months ago. Um, and then recently, again, I just had that thought. And, you know, I wondered, because a lot of people do, uh, when I do tell them that I'm single, they're like, ah, Binga, are you? And I'm like, yeah, like, is there anything um, peculiar about me? that gives the impression that I should not be single. Maybe age factor, or, I don't know, maybe my personality, people feel, some of my personality should... Well, anyway, apparently I am still single. But like I said, it won't be for long. Uh, and you know, because I was like, in a whole lot of thought, in a whole lot of thought. Uh, I really wanted to figure out why as to it. Um, why I am that way or why I'm in this particular status. Now, I really hope that I do not... Let me put um, some disclaimers, right? Or a disclaimer. 
I don't know if there's a plurality disclaimer. Number one, dear Tyler, is about vulnerability for me. And uh, these are very precious thoughts to me, but I believe that my experience and the things that I go through are viable lessons for everyone. And the goal is to be as relatable as possible. So, in as much as I'm saying this, they're precious thoughts. Um, so, as you hear it, just remember, you know, just have it, um, keep it in your heart that these are precious thoughts to bring up. Number two, I really, really hope I don't sound arrogant in anything that I say. If peradventure I do, um, just remember that I said this, that there is absolutely no intention to sound arrogant, right? And I want to be as respectful as possible. Uh, yeah, and I just really hope that we learn from this. So maybe the first statement that I would make, this presence, this statement I'm going to make, maybe don't let me sound arrogant. So please, please, please just read it properly. My being single is not because of lack of who to be with. It's not like, I remember growing up, like I was really undesirable, extremely undesirable. Like in school, they made fun of me. I wasn't the physically appealing type. I wasn't, um, there, there wasn't really much about me. I, I could hardly conjure up a perfect sentence. I had the worst fashion sense. I probably still do. I probably don't dress well. It's not like one of my major priorities. Uh, I wasn't particularly athletic. I used to play basketball, table tennis, but I wasn't the athletic type. Uh, I think I forced myself more into trying to be athletic so that I could gain some little favors. But I played basketball well. Uh, maybe I was a little bit, you know, because of the whole complex stuff, I didn't really pursue it well. But man, to to put things in perspective, I was a pretty good three-point shooter. And I know that this sounds crazy. This sounds crazy, but please believe me, I used to make layups from three-point line. It was crazy because I could just like run to the edge and then just toss a layup and it would enter. It was it was really it was really um good. I just had some thoughts. Anyway, we're not talking about basketball today. So like I said, growing up I wasn't extremely desirable. Like uh, we could have class hangouts and I'll just be only me. Maybe my personality, maybe my complex actually pushed people away. But um I think while growing up and becoming a lot older Gaining a lot more confidence, I I started meeting really good people. So, back to the thought. So, my being single has nothing to do with the fact that maybe they're not people uh, that I can be with. So, it's not like there's a scarcity of options. I think the pool of options are pretty wide, right? They're pretty wide. I get a lot of stick. They're like, when people like Okibinga, when I get married, I'm like, okay, I'm still searching. They're like, how can you still be searching? 
And they'll be like, yeah, I know, I'm still looking for the one they like having. I just pick from the pool. Um, and, you know, the people that, the people that are, sorry to use the word, the people that are within the pool of selection that most people talk about are exceptional people, trust me, they're exceptional people. Like, if somebody ever met me and said that they liked anyone within that circle, they'll, like, have my 100% approval. It's not even something I would argue about. They're exceptional people. So it's not like they aren't good people or they aren't options. The options are there. And I had to come to that realization that... Um, the issue now is not really the selection of the individual per se or the availability of the individual rather, right? Now, so I had to go deeper and think about it. And I realized something, and this is the reason why I decided to share this episode. I had... I had gone through quite a number of relationships before and one of the things that I envy in life are people that don't have a history of relationships because um, there is a level of innocence that they still have. I remember talking to a friend of mine and she was about getting married and you know I love to have discussions with people that are just about to get married. I love to find out just different perspectives, not necessarily that... um, I take the experience as a law of medias and pressure, but I, I love to see people's different perspective where I'm able to learn and glean from their own experiences, right? And she told me something. She said that her, her story may not be dramatic because the person she's getting married to is the first person she has ever dated. So she doesn't have an experience of what a heartbreak is. She doesn't have an idea of what a toxic relationship is. Do you understand? She didn't have any childish experiences per se like that. For some of us that have traveled the seven seas and tasted of many waters, it's 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 really, really having a backlash. Now, <clears throat> you know, from from the Christian perspective, this is one of the things that we really do believe that um, when you have multiple sexual relationships with people, that there is a transference of spirit. We, we believe that there is a deeper spiritual implication to um, to sexual encounters. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm saying this with all due respect to people that might have had it. Right? I'm not. Um, demeaning you, not condemning you, no. I'm just trying to state something that hopefully would help everyone of us. Um, you, we, we, we believe that it's not just sharing of bodies that happens in a sexual encounter, but then sharing of literal spirits. Do you understand? There is a joining, and that's why. Um, we take it from the scripture, you know, that um, from uh, why we decide or why we believe that sex should be kept to marriage is because um, 
that sexual encounter, that sexual intercourse at that time, it brings a bond that the people involved become one. People involved become one. So when you get married, you know, after the church or whatever legal entity, you know, joins the marriage, that the real seal of that marriage actually comes with that sexual encounter. But we're not talking about sex today. Now, I've realized that it doesn't even have to get to sexual encounters for there to be a transference of a lot of things. Just the fact that you made a commitment to someone. You'd find out that when you're in a relationship with someone, you begin to behave like the person, say things like the person. You could see that there is a fusion of your lives together. Something happens. Something happens. Now, for those of us that have had maybe multiple um, relationships, you get, we've had a lot of transferences that have happened to us that have one way or the other impacted us. Number two, you have tasted of many waters. You've seen the good and the bad. And somehow, in your subconscious, the person that you're looking for is the person that has all of the good in the multiple and none of the bad. (laughs) All of the good in the multiple and none of the bad. And sadly, um, I can categorically tell you that that person does not exist. That person does not exist. And in a way, it constitutes a problem constitutes a problem. Scripture says that do not awaken love before it's time. For me as an individual, I wish that was a scripture I took personally or I took to heart at an early age because um, when you for for the people that have maybe had um, have been in a relationship with or had gotten um, close to to a certain extent I can write a thousand good things about them and I can likewise write a thousand terrible things about them. And I'm sure that it could do the same about me, right? But then because of the differences in people, what, the, what was present, what good thing was present in an individual was probably lacking in someone else. But maybe the reason why you jumped ship is because what was lacking in an individual was found in someone and Somehow when you got close to the person, you found out that they were lacking another thing. You know, so just having all of those strings, you know, those chains um, have a way of distorting us. Now, for some other people, it's the traumatic experiences that they've gone through. The traumatic experiences that they've gone through have stopped them from being bold enough to take that step. Now, for me, I think I've had a mixture of the two where because I had had um, so many experiences with people that making choices was a little bit difficult because somehow in my subconscious, I was just looking for the person that had all the good and none of the bad. And then number two, because of the traumatic experiences of breakups, um, it has left a bitter taste, you know, expecting some certain things uh, to happen or to reoccur. 
And, you know, in, in a nutshell, I believe that why most people cannot move on in life is because of the term insecurities. And it's because we've not been able to deal with those insecurities. Right? We've not really taken out time to be with God to help us to deal with those insecurities. And then they constitute a major, major problem to each and every one of us. Just think about it. Many of the times that you could see your your spirit tells us that this person is an amazing person. This person would guard your heart, would cherish you. But then there is an insecurity that pops up that makes you miss out on a lot of things. If you remember one of the episodes that I shared, The Diary of a Very Shy Boy, I spoke about the fact that there was somebody that I did like, and the person too also liked me, but because of the insecurities that I had, um, it didn't work out. I think to, to, to see the people that maybe I had some um, relationship connection to, you know, being married and everything, it shows that they were able to move on beyond those insecurities. Now, what are some of these insecurities? Maybe you felt like you were not good enough. Now, a lot of ladies feel that when guys say to them that they're not good enough, it's because they found somebody. No, naturally because guys, um, based on natural paradigm, um, most guys believe or most guys are programmed um, or built to be providers and it should be the norm, Right? And at certain times, when they don't feel like they're making progress, they project it on the person that they're in a relationship with. And guys are extremely observant. We see when other guys do other things for their girls, for their ladies. And if we're not able to do it, trust me, it makes us feel bad. Now, I know that some other guys actually do use it as an avenue to run away and elope with someone else. But some guys really mean it when they say that they don't feel good enough. Especially when there is an overemphasis from the other lady that they're not doing well or something like that. Yeah. And it also happens on the flip side to the lady too, where maybe there's an expectation in the mind of the guy, and then the lady doesn't seemingly meet up to it, and then the guy consciously, you know, retreats it, you know, maybe body shaming the lady or talking about maybe her achievements or something. It's something that works on both sides. And sadly, um, it does have an effect. It does have an effect on everyone. And that could, you know, build up an insecurity. For some other people, the insecurity could be that all their relationships had ended up in... Um, people just wanting to sleep with them. That the highlight of a relationship was just that point where it happens to a lot of ladies where um, a guy is pushing them to prove their love for them by, you know, agreeing to sleep with them and all. And because um, of their need for acceptance, that they may be giving into that. And somehow they have that fear that they feel like after 
just that whole encounter maybe they won't be wanted they won't be needed you know all of those things um or maybe you had a traumatic childhood experience you know where you saw your maybe domestic violence or something like that and at the back of your mind you feel that you're going to have a repetition of that in your life or you come from a broken home and you feel that somewhere along the line when you get to a certain age in marriage that things will just begin to fall apart sadly we project all of these fears into the relationships or into the expectation of a relationship and it 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 really really uh, robs us of the beauty of what could happen now what i've realized and what i've decided to do that's one of the things that i've been working on recently is if i don't settle these things with god there would always be a challenge in the future with anybody no matter how amazing they are no matter how perfectly they fit these my insecurities will project themselves on that individual and it will destroy what could be beautiful and i feel that if you haven't dealt with things like this that it's best that you stay single i tell people that i think it's absolutely unfair to to drag somebody with a pure heart into your unbelt insecurities now I'm not saying that you're going to you need to be perfect no but you need to be secure in yourself because there are a lot of things that will bring up memories about past hurt a lot of things will bring back memories of past hurt but then it would be absolutely unfair to judge a person's attitude and sum it up as um them going to live out a future of a past you experienced so for instance maybe somebody has just for instance and i'm not condoning it but maybe somebody has anger issues gender and and um person usually gets upset and the person withdraws and they be like ah if we um it reminds me of that's how my daddy used to do and that's how our parents ended up separated no those are your personal fears if you've not gotten across it then you would read meaning into a lot of things that people do a lot of things that people do remember if you've listened to the episode where I said let me introduce my spec I said yes there should be things that are borderline standard for you things that you decided that you're not going to compromise on stay with it but if there are things in your life that you haven't dealt with that could pose a threat deal with them either deal with them or let the individual that you intend to be with know that okay this is what you are struggling with so that they can know how to actually help you through it and it helps them to be able to make sure that everything that they do as much as possible shows that they are here to support you and not to make you feel lost and broken
So I realized that I had a lot of insecurities that I needed to deal with. And maybe that's it for you too. Yeah, I'm talking to the single ones. Yeah, so like I'm talking to, you know, just the single ones, people that are still single. But I think it still applies to even to people that are in maybe relationships now, even down to marriage, whatever it is. Are there certain insecurities that you haven't dealt with? Because you could be in a marriage and you could still be single. And somehow your spouse feels lost because they're trying to communicate, trying to reach out, trying to do certain things. And their fears that you're hiding. Uh, for the large part of this year, I've been learning to speak to God and tell the Father how much things hurt, how I feel about certain things, you know, and asking Him for help, really asking Him for help. So, that's why I said that I'm, I don't intend to be single for long because God is really helping me, God is really working on me. Um, and helping me deal with a lot of these things. Help me deal with a lot of these things. And I think it's something that we should be open to. We should be open to. We should be open to. Right? Um, take out time with God. Take out time with God. This week or so, it may not just be the relationship thing. It could be other things, you know. Maybe you have a business that you want to pursue, but because of failed businesses before, they've left a scar and an imprint in you that um, makes you afraid of taking a leap again. Do you understand? It could be anything. It could be a dream, a vision that you had. But because of failed prospects, you know, they have a way of building up, um, building up walls that kind of like hinder us from moving forward. So talk to God about it, Tyler. Talk to God about it and see how and see how the Lord can really, you know, help you through all of those things. Right? Um and so we'll just pray um as as it's our custom now. Father, thank you because we are conscious of your love for us and you know in Hebrews 4 15 it says that we do not have a high priest that is not touched by the feeling of our infirmities so you know how things really feel for us and lord we know that we're dealing with a lot some of the things we're even afraid to let you into it but lord we're asking right now that you would help us to give all of our insecurities to you you said that the thoughts and the plans that you have for us are good and they are good and not of evil to give us a hope and an expected end. Help us to trust you. Help us to trust you, Lord, to give you all, to give you all of us. Help us to trust you, Lord, to give you all of us and to believe that you would lead us in a good path that would be a blessing to each and every one of us. Thank you, Father, for strength. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, again, because we will not miss out on the beautiful future that you've planned for us and the beautiful people that you have designed and desired for us to be with. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. So, I know that this episode came late, but I promised that I'd still drop an episode for Thursday, right? So that we could cover up, right? So, I really hope that this episode blessed you. I hope it exposed you to a lot of things and opened your eyes to some certain truths and realities, right? So, um, this is me signing out. Got a long day ahead of me. Um, Remember that I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Have an awesome day, Tyler. Bye.